You're listening to the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast for Thursday, November 7th, 2019. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we talk about your team every day. And, of course, your team right here is the Penn State Nittany Lions football team, number four in the latest college football playoff rankings. So, of course, this is an exciting time to be talking about Penn State football. And if you're just joining the show, you just found out about the show, welcome aboard. It's never too late to hop in. And the best way to stay up to date with this podcast is to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app, whether it's iTunes or Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Go ahead and subscribe. Once you get a feel for the show, feel free to leave some feedback because it is greatly appreciated. We do take it into consideration as we strive to make this show something you want to come back to and share with your friends. And the best way you can help spread the word is to leave a rating and a review because it does help with the placement on those various podcasting platforms moving forward. Of course, you can also follow us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany and check out our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. We will be doing some Facebook and Twitter exclusive things as time moves forward. We're still kind of sorting through some ideas and getting them out there for you guys, but we want to stay connected with you guys in as many ways as possible. Coming up in today's show, we are going to run through this weekend around the Big Ten. It's a little bit more interesting this weekend in Big Ten play compared to last weekend. And no, we're not just talking about Penn State, Minnesota. There are some other games to get to as well. And in our third and final segment today, we're going to run through some other top 25 teams in action. Games you should be keeping on your college football playoff radar because the college football playoff race is now officially underway and Penn State is a part of it. So we have a lot of things to get into in today's episode. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. start off today's episode by saying shame on me for not mentioning in yesterday's episode that it was the official 150th anniversary of the first college football game played between Rutgers and Princeton. Sure, it was not at all what we recognize as college football today, but it is the first game on record that is accredited as being the first uh, college football game in its history. And of course, 150 years later, here we are. We're doing podcasts about the sport. There's TV shows almost around the clock. There's various conference-branded networks. I'm sure nobody playing that first game between Rutgers and Princeton 150 years ago could have possibly envisioned the way that the sport is being played to this day. And they probably didn't even think the sport would last more than 150 months, let alone 150 years. But yeah, it's been 150 years and counting as of today. So pretty cool. And it's been pretty fun watching this from a historical perspective. All season long, everybody's rolling out different historical lookbacks on the entire uh, history of the game of college football. And if you're a football junkie, you're getting even more because the NFL is celebrating its 100th year. And I don't know if this has been going on all season long or if this is something that just happened this week. But I saw the images from, I believe, the Sunday night game between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants, of course, with Saquon Barkley, 
where NFL players are now getting a chance to wear a sticker of their college team's logo on the back of their NFL helmet because that's a pretty cool gesture because college football is celebrating 150th year, NFL celebrating 100th year. It only makes sense to have those two go hand in hand because for a long course of that history, they've been on the same playing fields, almost essentially, uh, literally. So this has been a pretty cool year for football historians and football junkies because there's been so much content out there and I want to see more of it. I want to see this continue and I'm sure it will going into the end of this regular season, into the conference championships, and of course into the bowl season. But looking forward, we should mention that the big scheduling news from yesterday is that Fox will be broadcasting the Ohio State-Penn State game on November 23rd in the big noon kickoff time slot. Now, this is the, this has been something that Fox has been doing all season long with some of their biggest games that they get the rights to, putting that game on at noon. An idea that I absolutely love because it doesn't get crowded into the programming mismatch that is the 3.30 time slot and, of course, the prime time time slot. I think putting a marquee game on at noon made so much sense for Fox, especially in the year where they're launching this new pregame show. I don't know if anybody has watched it. I know that I haven't, but let me know if you have seen it and you want to share some thoughts about it. But I thought it was a great idea for Fox to experiment with, at least, and see how the results are. And I'm no TV expert, but it seems like having those big premier games that they have the rights to on at noon has worked out pretty well for Fox. So I would not be shocked if that's something that they continue going into the 2020 season and beyond because I think having more good college football games on at noon leading into more good college football games at 3.30 and then into primetime, it's a win-win for everybody involved. It's great for Fox because they're going to get ratings at a time slot that has typically been overlooked or just kind of uh, filtered with all kinds of uh, ridiculously boring games. And it doesn't go, have to go up against CBS's SEC game at 3.30 or you know maybe NBC's Notre Dame game at 3.30 and, of course, whatever ABC has on at 3.30. So 3.30 is a very competitive time slot. And, of course, so is the prime time time slot. So I think it was a great move for Fox. And, yes, we're going to see Penn State and Ohio State kick off at noon on November 23rd. Now, of course, if you're Fox, you're thinking this could be one of your biggest games of the season because the way things are shaping up, there's a very real possibility that Ohio State and Penn State could each be 11-0 going into the next to last game of the regular season. So or I should say 10-0 uh, because that would be the 11th game. So let me backtrack that real quick. Either way, the stakes could be incredibly high, not just for the Big Ten East standings and the Big Ten uh, conference championship picture, but of course for the college football playoff. And I think it's not too much of a coincidence to see that Ohio State came out number one in the initial playoff rankings, Penn State number four. Fox rolls out that information today. Maybe it's a coincidence, but I do think that uh, if you're Fox, you're very excited about that possibility that you could have two of the top four teams at a minimum playing in that game. And I say at a minimum because maybe Penn State moves up a spot or two. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, you know, if you're Fox, you're you're dreaming that it's a number one versus number two. Not very likely to happen because Alabama and LSU are probably going to have something to say about it. And whoever wins that game between Alabama and LSU this weekend may even be the number one team in the playoff ranking next week. But that's something we'll talk about later on in this episode. 
But there is a very good possibility that both teams should be undefeated. Ohio State certainly has the easier path to an undefeated record going into that game because the only two games they'll have to get through are against Maryland at home this weekend, and they're going to have to play Rutgers. Everybody beats Rutgers. Penn State, of course, has a little bit more of a challenging road ahead with an undefeated Minnesota on the road this weekend and an Indiana team that is already coming in with seven wins when they get to Happy Valley. So a couple interesting games there to keep an eye out for leading up to that clash with Ohio State, which will be played at noon. All right, coming up in our next segment, we are going to begin our Big Ten weekend preview. We'll run through all the Big Ten games that are in action this weekend outside of Penn State, Minnesota, and there are some good games to get into this weekend around the conference, including Iowa versus Wisconsin. That's a game that should absolutely be on everybody's radar in the Big Ten. We'll talk about it next on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Nittany Lions, and I'm your host, Kevin McGuire. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Locked On Nittany. After a relatively down week as far as attractive games were concerned around the Big Ten, because a lot of teams were on a bye week getting ready for their big games this weekend, we have a much more interesting weekend on tap around the Big Ten this weekend. And of course, it starts at noon Eastern with your Nittany Lions, Penn State, bringing their 8-0 record on the road to take on number 17, Minnesota. I said in yesterday's episode that I thought Minnesota was being disrespected by the college football playoff rankings. I think they're much better than that ranking is indicating. I think this is a very confident Minnesota team that continues to get better and better by the week. And I think Penn State's going to be in for a fight here. As I saw it in my Athlon Sports preview, I do think Penn State wins this game, but it's going to be a close one. I think this is a Minnesota team that's not going to give up a lot of big plays. So that takes away some of the home run threats that Sean Clifford and KJ Hamler are known for. So I think Penn State's going to have to grind this one out. I think they're fully capable of doing that. I think Minnesota has a nice little adrenaline rush to start the game. And maybe they rediscover that somewhere along the way to make things a little bit tighter. But I do think that Penn State gets out of this one with a win. But we're going to focus most of our attention in today's episode with the rest of the schedule around the Big Ten. And let's stick with the other noon Eastern game that's going on. So if you're watching the Penn State game on ABC at 12 noon, you can flip over to Fox and check out number one, Ohio State taking on Maryland. This game should be interesting for about 33 seconds. That's the over under I'm placing there right now for the first time that Ohio State scores or forces a, a turnover. <laughs> it depends on which way they get the ball. And you know what? If they force a turnover, they may as well score on that play as well. Maryland against teams like Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, since they came into the Big Ten, has typically not gone very well for the Terrapins. And the way that this season is going, they absolutely are in a mismatch everywhere you look against this Ohio State team. Ohio State's the best team in the country. Ohio State is the best team in the Big Ten. And Maryland has very little hope of hanging with Ohio State for very long. So that's why I think that this game should be interesting for about a minute, maybe a minute and a half of your attention span before you can flip on and focus all of your energy on that Penn State-Minnesota game. Not that most people listening to this podcast aren't already 100% focused on the Penn State game, but uh, you may want to find another game to be flipping to on your commercial breaks during that Penn State-Minnesota game. Here's the thing. Maryland has to win every game the rest of the way in order to keep their bowl hopes alive. And having Ohio State as the first team on deck with that kind of pressure is not going to happen for Maryland. So that'll be interesting. Now, interesting side note, this is the first time 
that Ohio State will be playing a game as the number one ranked team in the college football playoff rankings. Keep in mind, Ohio State has been a preseason number one, but that was not under the college football playoff rankings. And of course, they have ended the season number one, winning the first college football playoff national championship to finish the season at number one. However, they have not played a game as the number one team in the playoff rankings are concerned. So interesting little side note there for Ohio State. We'll see how they go. Uh, I think they should be in for a couple easy games here leading up to that Penn State game. They should absolutely be undefeated when Penn State comes to town. So this will be another walk in the park. Big days from Justin Fields, maybe J.K. Dobbins, Chase Young. All three should have some really solid performances before they get some early rest to get ready for that big Rutgers game next week. Can't believe I just said that. But there is one other game at noon Eastern. You can check this one out on the Big Ten Network if you want. Northwestern, 1-7, and seven, already way out of bowl eligibility for the season a year after playing in the Big Ten Championship game. They're going to be taking on Purdue, a Purdue team that still has a chance to go bowling uh, that is marginally closer after last week's win against Nebraska. Purdue's coming in here at 3-6. and six. They are still banged up. They are still not looking very good right now. So if you, if you want something else to flip to uh, during that noon time slot, this is an option for you, and that's pretty much all I'm going to say. I do think Purdue wins this game because it's been a mess of a season for Northwestern. I don't see how they're going to beat Purdue, uh, even if Purdue is playing with a third-string quarterback. So, uh, yeah, this game is not going to be pretty. This is the typical noon Eastern Big Ten game that we have been accustomed to for a number of years. Uh, find something else to flip to is what I'm saying <laughs> because the Ohio State-Maryland game shouldn't be very interesting. Northwestern Purdue is only interesting if you place some money on it. And I guess that's the only reason you would be watching this game unless you're a Purdue or Northwestern fan. Then at 3.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1, you've got Michigan State versus Illinois. This game is interesting because, first of all, Michigan State is a former Penn State opponent. So the more games that Michigan State wins, the better the strength of schedule potentially looks. Although I don't know how much that would change with Michigan State getting to five wins. But if you're Illinois, this is a this is an opportunity to clinch bowl eligibility right now rather than possibly wait until the last game of the regular season before it's potentially in their hands. I, I've said for a while now, I think that that win against Wisconsin is starting to prove to be a game changing program or a program changing game for the Illini. I wanted to see them follow it up with a win. They did that against Purdue. Now they've got a couple tough games before the ending this year against Northwestern. So if they can't get it against Michigan State, they're going to get a crack, I believe, against Iowa, I think is the other team that they play. But basically, I do anticipate this is going to come down to having to beat Northwestern in the final game of the regular season. But, you know, this Michigan State team, it's not all that great. So I don't think there's any reason to suspect that Illinois can't win this game. So if they could do that, I think that would be a real big confidence boost. And then they can start thinking about getting to seven wins before they go into a bowl matchup. And who knows what the bowl matchup will be. So this season has really taken me a little bit by surprise for Illinois. I didn't expect them to be going to a bowl game. I thought every other team in this division would. That's obviously not going to happen. So I was completely wrong about that. But Illinois got a chance to uh, get to, uh, at a minimum, six wins this season. And that's something that I didn't think was going to be possible. So kudos to them. I think they're going to get there. I'm not so sure they get it this weekend against Michigan State. But you know what? I just never know with Michigan State. So who knows what's going to happen here. 
Aside from Penn State, Minnesota, the biggest game in the Big Ten this weekend may be at 4 p.m. on Fox with number 13, Wisconsin, taking on number 18, Iowa. Both of these teams come into this weekend trailing Minnesota by two games in the loss column. By the time they kick off, Penn State and Minnesota should be wrapped up or could just about be wrapping up. So we'll know what the Big Ten West picture is going to look like because Minnesota still has to play Wisconsin and still has to play Iowa. They'll play Iowa next week. So by the end of this Penn State-Minnesota game, we'll get a real good picture for just how important this Wisconsin-Iowa game is. Because if Minnesota does beat Penn State, this Wisconsin-Iowa game may not be all that meaningful in the grand scheme of things. Because Minnesota does have a two-game lead in the loss column on both of these teams. So really what we're talking about is here, the winner of this Wisconsin-Iowa game has the best chance to still win the Big Ten West if it's not going to be Minnesota. Because they're each going to get a crack at the Gophers. I don't anticipate a whole lot of scoring here. I think defense will certainly be the key here. I think Iowa's playing better football than Wisconsin right now. So I, I don't want to rule Wisconsin out because I do think that they have they've had Iowa's number the last few years. So I think that they're certainly capable of uh, doing it once again against Iowa. But I just think that this Iowa team's a little bit better than Wisconsin overall right now. Now, if you're a Penn State fan, you're obviously pulling for Iowa here because a win by Iowa would move the Hawkeyes not only ahead of the Badgers in the Big Ten West standings, but also very likely, of course, in the college football playoff rankings. And all of a sudden, a win against Iowa looks more valuable than Ohio State's win against Wisconsin. And I know that closing the gap between one and four is still pretty wide right now. And I'm not suggesting that it should alter anything, but it certainly is a data point that would swing in Penn State's favor if Iowa were to beat Wisconsin. So this is absolutely a game to keep you on your radar. Let's let's assume that Penn State does get the victory. Well, I shouldn't say we assume, but let's say Penn State gets the win. All of a sudden, that Wisconsin-Iowa game has a lot more value and intrigue for Penn State and Ohio State fans. So it's kind of weird to say that everybody from Columbus to State College should be paying this much attention to Wisconsin-Iowa, but it is something that the committee will be taking into consideration, at least to some degree. So if you're a Penn State fan, obviously you're rooting for Iowa because you could have another potentially a top 15 team that you've beaten uh, when all is said and done. Um, but if Wisconsin wins, you know, Iowa will probably still be ranked, but they would be further down in the top 25. Of course, they're already at number 18 right now. So this is a pretty big game to keep close tabs on during that four o'clock time slot. All right. In our third and final segment in today's episode, we will talk about some of the top 25 teams in action outside of the Big Ten. And there's a pretty big game going on in the SEC. I don't know if you've heard about this one or not, but you know some uh, some up and coming programs from Alabama and Louisiana are going head to head in a statement game opportunity. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about Alabama, LSU, and some of the other games going on. That'll be coming up in our next segment. This is the Locked On Nittany Alliance podcast. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany. And make sure to check out all the shows we have to offer here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Guys, let me tell you about Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Locked On at manscaped.com. 
So we've taken a look at the Big Ten weekend schedule. Now it's time to step out of conference and take a look at some of the other top 25 teams that are in action that you should be paying attention to this weekend. And folks, you don't need me to tell you that there's a pretty big game going on in the SEC this weekend between LSU and Alabama. LSU is coming in at number two in the college football playoff rankings. They're actually number one in the AP poll, number two in the coaches poll too. And they'll be heading to Alabama, the number three team in the country, Of course, Alabama is number one, I believe, in the coaches poll, number two in the AP poll, and number three in the college football playoff rankings. And just for future reference, the only rankings I'm generally going to reference from this point on, now that they are here, are the college football playoff rankings. So when you hear me say that Alabama is number three, I don't need anyone saying, hey, well, they're actually number one or number two in this poll. I don't care about those polls. I never care about those polls. I just use them for reference. But now that the college football playoff rankings here, I'm going to go by the playoff rankings. So hopefully you're going to follow me along with that. But yes, this is a big game. LSU and Alabama, we know that the the winner of this game is going to take over first place in the SEC West, move one giant step closer to playing for the SEC championship at the end of the year. But I think the big question is, what happens to the loser of this game? And I'm already thinking that a loss here, especially if it's a close loss, doesn't necessarily hurt the playoff chances entirely. It's certainly not a significant blow the way that this is all set up right now. Uh, If either one of these teams loses a very close game, and I'm talking within a touchdown, maybe even within a field goal, you're not going to drop either of these teams very far in the playoff rankings, I would imagine. Uh, I can't see how either of these teams gets punished that much. Maybe they fall out of the top four, but even then they would be sitting in the same category that Clemson is right now at number five, where uh, a close loss this week probably drops them down to number five or number six. And guess what? You know that Penn State and Ohio State, one of those two teams is guaranteed to lose. And there's still a chance, you know, Georgia's kind of hanging around there as well. You still have a chance to move your way up in the rankings uh, as a result of other teams losing. So, this is a big game for sure, but I'm not so sure that it's as big as it could potentially be uh, if we didn't have the college football playoff. And I know that sounds kind of negative for the college football playoff because I'm one of the guys that advocates for an expanded college football playoff. But I think that that is the, the reality of the situation here. Obviously, getting to the SEC championship and maintaining control of your own path to the college football playoff is huge this time of year because there should be nothing taken as an assumption that you're going to get in if you have one loss just because you have so many good wins. It probably helps you in the long run, but where we sit right now, you probably still need some help all along the way. And that's okay if you get in with a little bit of help. But obviously, being able to get out of this game with a win would be huge. Now, this is an LSU team that is clearly the biggest threat to Alabama we've seen in quite some time. And that's because of their offense. Neither one of these teams is playing up to their standard when it comes to defense. So I think we could be in for a little bit of a higher scoring game than we're typically accustomed to between Alabama and LSU. Joe Burrow has been fantastic at quarterback for the Tigers. He's really added a new dynamic to this LSU team. And you've probably heard me talk about this LSU team very positively uh, as the season has progressed. They have been one of the most impressive teams out there. And it's because of what they're doing offensively. It's just completely different and just uh, refreshing to see from this particular program. As for Alabama, I guess the big question is, is Tua Tonga Viola going to play? I think that he is. I'd be shocked if he doesn't play. question is, how how healthy is he really because if he is bothered if he is slowed at all that could seriously hurt Alabama's chances as we've seen you know later last season when he was a little banged up he 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 wasn't very effective or as effective as he probably 
is capable of being, I should say. So that's a big question for me. I do think that Alabama wins this game. Uh, I think it'll be a close, tight game, but I do think Alabama gets out of this one, and that probably ascends them to number one in the college football playoff ranking next week, uh, assuming that Ohio State wins too. So I think uh, I, I think Alabama wins this one. LSU is not going to fall very far, though, guys. So we'll have to keep an eye on LSU moving forward. But that game's going to be playing at 3.30 p.m. on CBS, of course. Uh, earlier before that in, in the noon time slot, if you're looking for one game to flip to because those other options in the Big Ten were not very good, maybe check out Undefeated Baylor, number 12 in the college football playoff rankings uh, over on Fox Sports 1. There you've got a tricky road game at TCU this week. Uh, Baylor has been having a fun season. I'm a big fan of Matt Rule and everything that he's been doing there, and I think that he should absolutely be a candidate for a job at like Florida State right now, but he's got a pretty good test on his hands this weekend going on the road against TCU. You never quite know what you're going to get from TCU. They're kind of up and down. They can be kind of streaky, but this is the kind of matchup where playing at home, I think they can give Baylor a good run. And Baylor's had some close calls that they've had to overcome, but they have managed to be on the winning ends of some of these games. So I, I think this could be another tricky spot for Baylor. And I think if you're looking at the big picture here for the Big 12, Baylor's the last undefeated team left standing. So <laughs> I don't think they end the year undefeated. They still have to play Oklahoma, but I do think that TCU gives them a good challenge here. I think Baylor's going to get out of this one with a win, though. I think that they can get to 9-0. Uh, defensively, I think they're pretty sound right now. But uh, this is going to be a big test for them on the road against the Horned Frogs. Also at 3.30 p.m., we'll pay attention to number 19, Wake Forest. Wake Forest is 7-1. Dave Clawson, if you don't know who that head coach is by now, Keep an eye on him. He's going places right now. Uh, maybe he should be the next head coach of Florida State. But yeah, Dave Clarkson's been doing tremendous work. Wake Forest is playing very good offensively. Got a pretty good defense. They're on the road against Virginia Tech, another team that's been disappointing, but still has the the capability of putting in a good fight. Gave Notre Dame a little bit of a scare, but uh, obviously they still have some holes on uh, offensive, at least as far as talent is concerned. So this is, is uh, the Virginia Tech team I don't have a whole lot of confidence in. But playing in Blacksburg, there's just something about this matchup that I don't really like for Wake Forest, and I think it's just more of the where this game falls on the schedule. I think Wake Forest is in for a battle, but offensively, Wake Forest is really fun to watch. So I would, I would expect them to get out of this one with a win some way. And that would set up a big game coming up against Clemson. Of course, number five Clemson is on the road at NC State, 7.30 p.m. on ABC. I don't think Clemson's going to lose a game this season, but if they are, this might be the last chance to seriously see them uh, threatened here, unless you believe in Wake Forest uh, going into Death Valley and giving Clemson a, a good run there. This NC State team, though, I, I can't trust them to give this Clemson team a scare. I think Clemson, you know, they've uh, they're coming into this game knowing that they're number five, and they're they're going to say that they're not paying attention to stuff. But my goodness, uh, you heard it in the intro to yesterday's episode, the clip from ESPN. Dabo Sweeney's got some bulletin board material and some and a good reason to light a fire under his team right now. Defending national champions and they start off at number five. You know that they're going to want to send a message here and they're going to get the primetime nationally televised opportunity to do that. So I think Clemson goes home big with a win here against NC State in Raleigh, North Carolina. I think Clemson just routes them. And I think the message will be delivered. We'll see if that has any impact on the rankings next week. 
Also in primetime at 8 p.m. on Fox, you got number nine, Oklahoma. Did we just forget about Oklahoma? <laughs> Oklahoma 7-1. They still have Jalen Hurts. They still have a, a really fun offense. That, yes, they had one bad game defensively, and that knocked them down a few pegs in the, the rankings. But you know what? This Oklahoma team is not to be forgotten. This is an Oklahoma team that is absolutely very scary moving forward. I don't think they'll, they'll take their loss and just let this ruin their entire season. There's still a lot to play for. Not only in the Big 12, but I still have them on the playoff radar. So you got to keep an eye on Oklahoma. Playing against Iowa State, it's a tough matchup. It's a tough uh, tough opponent for Oklahoma. One that could potentially give them some problems. But I think Oklahoma bounces back after a bye week, after a loss, and they're ready to remind everybody just how good they really are. And one other game I'm going to throw on your radar here this weekend, also taking place in primetime on ESPN at 7 p.m., number six, Georgia versus Missouri. Georgia can pretty much wrap up the SEC East this week. They would have had tiebreakers against both Florida and, and Missouri if they get this win, and that would certainly put this division pretty much locked away for the Bulldogs and a return trip to Atlanta. But more importantly than that, Georgia is 7-1. They're number six in the college football playoff rankings. The highest loss or the highest one loss, uh, highest ranked one loss team in the college football playoff rankings. So you got to keep an eye on Georgia. Georgia, as I said in yesterday's episode, they're one of the teams that I would consider as one that controls their own path to the college football playoff. It's obviously an uphill battle, but it is very, it's very realistic of a scenario because they're going to get a chance to play at Auburn. They know that some teams that ranked ahead of them are going to lose. LSU plays Alabama this week. Penn State's going to play Ohio State. And uh, who knows, Penn State could even lose this weekend. But Georgia's sitting there at number six. They are going to get a chance to go to Auburn. They're going to probably get a crack against Alabama or LSU in the SEC title game. And are you going to leave a one-loss SEC team out of the playoff? I highly doubt it. So this is a big weekend for Georgia if they can get the win against Missouri. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. But don't worry, we have another episode right around the corner coming at you on Friday. It'll be our Football Friday episode where we take a look at this weekend's game with some final thoughts and predictions for what to expect between Penn State and Minnesota. So you want to make sure you don't miss tomorrow's episode. And the best way to not miss an episode is to subscribe in your favorite podcasting platform. We are on iTunes and Google Play. We're in Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Whatever you use to listen to podcasts, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, leave a review. We appreciate the feedback that you guys are offering and the support you guys are showing. And it does help with the placement on those various podcasting platforms. So help us grow the show and we can continue to have some fun talking about this Penn State team. Because I have said I think this is going to be a very fun month. We had a great October. We're already off to a really good start in November, and it's all because of you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And thanks to those of you who have shared a review on uh, iTunes or whatever podcasting platform has reviews. But we do have another episode coming your way tomorrow. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. You can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. If you have any mailbag questions, tomorrow is a good time to get into those questions to get ready for this weekend. So if you have any final questions about Minnesota, you're listening to this episode, hop on Twitter, fire off your question at LockedOnNittany right now, and we'll try to mix in some questions as we give our final impressions on what to expect from this Penn State-Minnesota game this weekend. 
I'm Kevin McGuire. You can follow me on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. I have the game preview on AthlonSports.com for this Penn State-Minnesota game already live, ready for you to check out and see my official prediction if you want a sneak peek of what's going to be talked about on tomorrow's podcast. And, of course, you can follow my national college football coverage on NBCSports.com's College Football Talk. Guys, I hope you have a great Thursday. Come back for more tomorrow. We'll round out the week in style with our Football Friday episode. Until then, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.